Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called Fear. Now, fear turned into the feast. How can it be? Because God revealed Himself and He gave us the most joyful message. The first week we learned about Mary's fear turned into the feast because Mary was very afraid of angels, but the angel gave the most, the best news ever because she will bear a son and the son would not be a normal son, but the son would be Christ Jesus, God's only son. And then this following week, we learned learned about Joseph's fear also turned into feast. He had a guilt and he had a shame. However, Jesus became the best news for him, not only for him, but everyone that our shame and guilt because of our sin can be changed to uh, share the good news. And also it will be the gratitude for God's grace for us. And then last week, we learned about the shepherds and the Magi's. The gospel news is really for all people. It is a good news. It is the most joyful news for all people, including the shepherd and Magi's. So whatever fear you might have in your life, your fear can turn into feast because of this good news of Jesus Christ. And today is the last time, last session to talk about this fear, but more about more about the gospel itself. Today is Christmas, December 25th, 2021. What a great day to share this wonderful message of Christ Jesus, His birth. Now, John, John uh, really portrays the true meaning of the birth of Christ Jesus, why it is so important to us, why it is so powerful to change any fear that we might have in the world into uh, the feast. So let's look at John chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. He was the true light that coming into the world enlightens everyone. He was in the world and the world come into being through him, and yet the world did not know him. He come to he came to his own, and his own people did not accept him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the light to become the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of will of a man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Now, let me ask a question. Well, many people celebrate Christmas and they love Christmas, but why do they celebrate Christmas for? Well, there could be many different reasons, right? There's a Christmas tree and Christmas music, Christmas movie, and of course, hot chocolate and gifts and people come together and families and friends get together and Christmas carol song and lights everywhere. And we have so many reasons why that we can celebrate Christmas, even if you're not a Christian. Many of you probably love Christmas as probably the best day of the year, okay? But I think there are two main reasons why Christmas is Christmas, because of lights and because of people. I would say the Christmas would be the best time of the year in terms of lights. I mean, uh, even if you are living in the very dark places, probably you want to lit the Christmas tree at least at your place. And then 
uh, you don't really care. You might not really care about the electricity bill because when you see your neighbors um, lighting up, lighting up the uh, Christmas lights, and you want to decorate yourself, your house with the Christmas lights as well, and your children will demand you to do that, and that's what my children did、uh, did that to me. So we put some Christmas lights there, and also we put the Christmas tree inside of home, and then we put the Uh, LED lights over all over the place, and then、uh, at night or even during the days, sometimes we just、uh, light it up. But it's beautiful, isn't it?、Uh, when you take a picture of it, you will have a really nice picture as well. But not just the lights, Christmas lights. You would love Christmas because that's the time when your families and friends get together because the people with you around you. Christmas becomes. Christmas. Imagine that you have a wonderful Christmas lights all over the place in your place, but if it's just you yourself and nobody, nobody's around you, and you will be very lonely. It would be probably the most worst thing ever to be yourself, to be by yourself, enjoying. I mean, looking at the Christmas lights. So you need people. We need people to gather. So I would say the Christmas becomes Christmas because we have lights and we have. People, well, but ultimately, it is the birth of Jesus Christ, and this is why we celebrate Christmas more than the Christmas lights and the people that we have. However, if you look at today's passage very carefully, we see those two elements. What makes Christmas to be Christmas? Because we see the light and being together. Well, Jesus came as the true light. Look at verse nine again. He was the true light that coming into the world enlightens every person. So, what does the light do? The first thing is to enlighten people. Okay, if you are in darkness, what would you feel? How would you feel? You know, there's there's no way that you can find a way, and then you will be filled with. Uh, uncertainty, and people do not like uncertainty, and we do not. But the reality is, we are in the darkness, and we are in uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But why is that? Because we sin against the Lord, and then sin brought all the darkness, and we cannot know what is going to happen in the future. Now we went through a lot already. We had enough of this pandemic for the last two years, but we don't know how this will be. Ended, right? So we're still in darkness, but not just that. We are we are in darkness of immorality. We are in darkness of crimes and all those the、uh, the physical darkness and the spiritual darkness as well. We know that people do not believe in God and they do not trust the Bible and they think that church or the Bible is just a social club or just a fairy tale. So we are in the darkness. However, the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus is the true. Light. He enlightens everything. He is the truth. So even if you are in darkness, if if you are walking in uncertainty, if you truly believe in Jesus Christ, if you truly know Him, then you are in certainty and you are in the light. So you don't really have to worry about the future because you are in the light, and God is going to reveal Himself to you. God is going to lead you to the right path. But also, not just enlightening people. There's another function. Of light, what what is it? It is exposing. The light enlightens, and light exposes. Probably people do not like the second one because it exposes the light exposes the darkness of people. If you are doing something. 
terrible that you don't want anybody to look at. Probably you would go into your dark room and you want to do it by yourself so nobody can see you. However, because Jesus is the light, no matter what you do in your secret place, He knows everything that you do. So you cannot truly hide yourself from Him. He is exposing you. When you come to Jesus Christ, when you, tru when you truly meet God, the first thing is you will see your sin and you will feel shameful about yourself. However, you don't have to worry about it because the light is there not to judge you or not to kill you, not to punish you, but to expose your sin so that you will repent. You will turn away from your sin and then when you turn away from your sin, He will forgive your sin. Not because you did a good job, but because He did a good job, good work. He died for your sin. He paid the penalty for your sin and He can justify you because of His perfect sacrifice for you and He rose from the dead. That means your sins are forgiven if you believe in Christ Jesus. So exposing is actually a good thing. Just like you go to a doctor and the doctor diagnoses what problem you have. It's not that the doctor is going to kill you. It's not that the doctor hates you, but at least the doctor is very honest with you and he wants to heal you just like that. Your sins are exposed by the light of Christ Jesus so that he can forgive your sin. So come to the light. However, the problem is people did not come to the light. As you can see in today's passage, that people did not love. They did not come to the light. However, for those who came to the light, for those who accepted Jesus, they became what? They had the right to become the children of God. Now, I had an experience about two, three weeks ago. My family went to Puerto Rico for family vacation. And then one of the, the family activities that we did was a bioluminescence. What, was, what it was is that we went on kayaking and we rode kayak about uh, 90 hours total around uh, the round trip. So one way was about 45 minutes at night. And it was not easy. Okay, let me tell you. Um, we... As we were just rowing the boat, uh, we had no idea where we were going. We were just following the direction. And then all we could see, uh, well, we couldn't see anything because it was a dark. But uh, all we could hear was the leader's direction. Right way, a left way, go straight and, and whatnot. But after about 45 minutes of uh, toil, we finally got to the destination. Guess what? It was amazing. It was a pitch dark. However, when we get there, it was all bright because not only the uh, the stars and um, you know amazing gigantic scene up there, but also we could see down there that uh, the river, the lake that we were in, it was all full of lights, biochemical in the in the lake, and then it was all uh, lighting up. It was so beautiful, amazing. I've never seen it. And there are only five places in the world. And we were there, uh, at least one of them. So it was amazing, amazing experience to see the light. We toiled for 45 minutes, although on the way back and uh, we lost the balance and then my, my daughter fell, uh, fell off from the boat a little bit. But it was, it was a worth the trip because of the a gigantic, amazing scene of the light. So when people are in darkness, but if they see the light, when they come into the light, they will see all their darkness and all their the wrongdoings will be taken off by the light and then they will be drawn into the light 
and then they'll be exposed by the light. When they turn away from the darkness, they will see the glory of the light. But we saw another case. There was a we met a couple in the in the apart. I mean, in the airport. And I asked them,、uh, "Did you enjoy the Puerto Rico trip?" And then they said, "No, no, we had." Worst trip ever, and they were never going to come back. And what? Why is that? You know. So we were talking, and then we found out that they went to the same place. However, they cannot see the light because when they were kayaking, they were、uh, they had some trouble, and then trouble in kayaking, and then they just gave up on the way. So they went came back to where we was. If they persevered a little bit, and they, if they endured, and if they could,、uh, you know,、uh, just keep、uh, kept up, kept up. Kayak,、uh, the rowing the boat. Probably they could see the glory of the light, but they give up. There are so many people giving up on the way. They are like, okay, we just we just love the darkness, and we don't want to see the light. We don't need the light. You know, our life is already hard. So they come. They don't come to the light, or they just love the sinful life. They just love the darkness, and then they don't really care about light anymore. So they are not coming to the light. But Those who are coming to the light, who is Christ Jesus, they will be drawn into the glory of God, and then their lives would be totally changed forever. So Jesus Christ is the light, and He came into the world. We don't even have to row forty-five minutes to get there. He came. He came to light the world. All we need to do is just to come to Him with open hearts, and when He exposes, and we need to return, we need to turn away from our sin. And when he enlightens us, we just trust in him and follow him, even in the darkness. But not just that; Jesus is also、uh, Emmanuel, that he is with us. Look at the Bible verse here today. In verse fourteen, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only Son. From the Father, full of grace and truth. What does he say? He became flesh, and dwelt among us. Now this is amazing thing. Jesus is God, but he became flesh for what? To dwell among us. In fact, the word, the original language for dwell, is tabernacle. Now tabernacle. What does that mean? If you listen to the tabernacle, what does that come up to your mind? In the Old Testament. But the tabernacle is the place where God Himself chose to dwell, to live among Israelites. When Israelites coming out of Egypt, they were in the wilderness. They were in the most difficult time, and it was not just the four days, but forty years. They could be so lonely. However, God never abandoned them. God lived among them. How through being there. At, uh, in the tabernacle, so they're using the same language. People were going through darkness. However, God loves so God loves the world so much, and He gave His only Son Jesus, and He lived with us as the tabernacle, God's presence with us. Now, I mentioned、uh, earlier that Christmas is not Christmas. When you do not have anybody around you, right? Even if you have a light, if you are all by yourself, there's no point. You need people. You need someone to gather. Loved ones being together. But imagine that Jesus is light, and He enlightens you, and He exposes your all of your sin. But if He is not with you, if He is abandoned, if He has abandoned you, then there is no point. 
but he himself is with you that he came to the world he became human and he dwelled among us well you might ask a question well jesus died and he left right well when he ascended into heaven he sent his um advocate who is a the holy spirit the spirit of god the third person of the holy trinity was sent from god himself to us to live with us live in us forever just like a first uh, first corinthians 3 corinthians 3 16 you do do you not know yourself that you are the temple of the holy spirit that the spirit of god lives in you so god is with us he is the light and he is that he is with us and he is emmanuel god with us what a wonderful powerful message what a wonderful gift we have this is why we celebrate christmas christmas is it is not christmas without the light and the people around us but more than that it is not true christmas without christ jesus who is the light and who is emmanuel god with us this is the most important message of Chris, uh, the christmas Christmas is not about gift. It's not about Santa. It's not about Christmas Christmas carol songs or Christmas tree. It is about the true light. It is about God who is with us. So it is the wonderful and the most powerful message that John was portraying in the chapter one. Now let me ask a question. Is Christ Jesus light to you? Or is Christ Jesus with you? If your answer is, well, I'm not sure, I don't know, then this is what you need to do. You need to come to believe in Jesus Christ. Because in verse 12, it says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. What does that mean? If you believe in him, then you will become his children. And then, but if you do not become his children, then this light is not there for you. And God is not with you. And you are all alone. You will be, you are abandoned already. And uh, all the lights, Christmas lights, is just temporary light, but you will lose the eternal light, which is Christ Jesus. Okay. But if you believe in Christ Jesus, not only you become his children, but you will have this light who enlightens you, who exposes your sin, and also who is with you forever because he loves you. So this is my plea, and this is my challenge, invitation for you. Come to Jesus and believe in him. But even when, even if when you do that, it is not really coming from you. It is really God who is leading you to himself. Because look at verse, um, the rest of the verse, verse 13, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. God is leading you. God is choosing you. God is challenging you and changing you to receive him and to worship him and to become his children. So in this Christmas day, I want to say, come to Jesus and experience this light and also experience that you become his children, not by your will, but by his will.
and then you experience his presence going with you forever so that not only December 25th, but every day will be your true Christmas because he is your light and he is with you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful Christmas message that you have given to us, that Jesus is the light and he is with us. But Father, we pray for those who do not know you because uh, they, are, they are still in their uncertainties because they're in, in their darkness and then they don't have the light. And also they are not with you so that they have a spiritual loneliness. So Father, I pray that their hearts would be opened and then they would truly see your light and then they would truly be with you for your kingdom, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen.